And greetings, everyone. This is Terry Naturally with another edition of Terry Talks Nutrition. As always, we are here every Saturday and Sunday morning from 8 o'clock until 9 o'clock Central Standard Time. And, of course, you can listen to us locally, as most of you are, on the radio or otherwise anywhere around the world by going to my website, terrytalksnutrition.com. There you can go to the radio show section, and you can uh, listen live anywhere around the world by just adjusting your times, wherever you are, to be on the same time we are here in the Central Standard Time in the Midwest of the USA. Otherwise, you can listen anytime you want. I know it would be much more convenient for you to go to the radio show section, and we have all the radio shows that are archived there for your enjoyment. You can just pull them up whenever you want at your convenience, or as they say, on demand. And also, you can subscribe to our newsletter. We send out a newsletter every week, a brand new one, every week on Friday to your email address. So sign up if you'd like to get it every week, or if you want to go in and go to the e-newsletter archive section of the newsletter, and you can pull up any newsletter you'd like and read all of them or any of them. And you can also search for a very specific topic if you want to look up something on your thyroid or arthritis or any other condition. You can type that into the search section and a number of emails will come up or email newsletters will come up and you can read them whenever you have time. Learn more, know more, and that's the way you get a better health. Because uh, as I always say, you and I are the only ones that can improve our health or destroy our health. As we choose better choices, we gain better health. And of course, if we don't care, and we just follow the American diet, the American lifestyle, we'll be very unhealthy. You can probably get rid of many of your drugs. Now, I didn't say stop your drugs. That's between your and your, you and your doctor to decide what is best for you. And if they, doctor, she or he, prescribes a medication and you accept it and you want to follow that, that's your choice. But if you're tired, sick and tired of taking drugs, not being well, not getting better, you can make a huge change in your life. Absolutely. No matter how old you are, what condition you're going through, what challenge you have that you face that you're struggling with, you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, it's time to change. And change comes with changing your diet. Getting more exercise. Even just 10 minutes a day makes a difference. Getting better sleep. Getting a longer night's sleep. All those things roll into a good, healthy lifestyle that provides you with a better degree of health. It's as simple as that. Not as easy as that because you have to give up some of your bad habits. You have to give up some of those gooey desserts or all that sweets 
desserts, ice cream, whatever it might be that becomes your nighttime snack, bags of chips, whatever it might be. And sitting on the couch all night, no exercise, doing nothing. You will not gain your health unless you make some sacrifices. You have to make some choices. But what I'm saying is you can do whatever you, you can have whatever you want, I should say, in the degree of health if you want to make the choices. If you want to change, you will change your health. And of course, don't complain about your health. Don't complain about the number of drugs you're taking unless you take responsibility of your health. It's up to you, up to me. We determine the degree of health that we have. Some may have to work harder. Some may have to look, have to work harder, longer. But it's actually always possible to be healthier. Always. And you can reverse, prevent many diseases and even cure them. A cure is more sure with lifestyle choices and diet than drugs. Save your money and put it into food as your best medicine. And today we have a lot of good topics. We're going to talk about two of my favorite herbs, andagraphis, which is one of my most top favorite, and the Indian herb called ashwagandha. And really, right now, ashwagandha is hot. Not, not to the taste, but everybody wants to get on ashwagandha. Why? Well, we'll discuss that. How about a better circulatory system? You know, all your blood flow is bringing nutrients and oxygen to your heart. As your arteries are plugged with plaque, it slows down the amount of blood circulating through your body. And less blood to the brain and heart, not good. And maybe we'll show you a way to have better circulation. And we've talked about selenium lately, the mineral, selenium. Now we know it actually reverses mental loss and memory loss. And then food is medicine for your mood. Food will change your mood. What is glutathione? Well, it's one of the best anti-aging medicines. We'll explain more. And relief for heartburn, GERD, and acid indigestion. Indigestion is one of the hot topics today because so many people suffer from indigestion, acid reflux, GERD. In fact, the cancer of the esophagus has gone up almost 500%. Not the top cancer, but it is really, really spiking up because of our diet. Now, what are andagraphus and ashwagandha? Well, they are adaptogens. Adaptogens 
are to improve your optimal health. They help keep all of your body systems in balance and running smoothly. They are non-toxic, very safe. Even smaller dosages for children would be fine. I would say over the age of four to six. But they are to keep a balance in your body of all the body systems, including the hormones, especially during times of fatigue, loss of energy, and stressful times. If your body is at a low peak, ashwagandha will push it up. And if it's too high, it'll bring it down. So it balances, harmonizes all of your body pathways and body systems. And andrographis and ashwagandha are two of the most important adaptogens. It helps to adapt to your body. If you're suffering from hot temperatures, cold temperatures, stress, relationships, financial, whatever it might be, it creates an imbalanced body systems. And adaptogens, not going to make, not, they're not going to chase away the, the stress, but it will help you cope with the stress. Your body will not be damaged by the stress. And these adaptogens come with a wide range of health benefits, such as increasing energy levels, reducing fatigue, improving sleep, boosting the immune system to prevent illnesses and help speed recovery, sharpening the focus and concentration, mental clarity, better memory, reduces the short-term memory loss, and restoring hormones to their optimal levels, and all without any side effects. Adaptions are classified by being completely side effect-free and non-toxic. The at one time, probably about 70 years ago, there were only a few herbs classified as adaptogens. What was one called Siberian ginseng or Eleutherococcus or Asian ginseng, Panax ginseng, rhodiola, there were a few. Now there are over 100 herbs that are classified as adaptogens. And two of those are very, very powerful. And that is andrographis and ashwagandha. And this is a very amazing combination. You know, sometimes when you put the right herbs together, they don't, they don't add up one and one to two. They add up 2 and 10 to 12. What I mean is that when you have a two together, you're getting a power of much, much more together than individually. Far better than individually. 
In fact, there was a study done with just a very small study, but it was an interesting study. 15 adults, ages between the 60 and 75, with mild cognitive impairment, not thinking very well, not having very good learning skills, loss of memory, could not concentrate. They just lost the ability for the brain to function optimally. Well, they received a combination of standardized ashwagandha and antigraphis for four weeks. And the researchers evaluated the electrical activity of the brain for mental function. They used a very special test for cognitive attention, for clarity of the mind, for being able to think better, for choosing the right words, remembering the right words to use, thinking more clearly, more focused, more concentration. The mind was much more clearer. And the result of this study these two herbs increase brain wave patterns associated with calmness and relaxation, as well as some improvements on coping with stress, but big improvements in mental function. And just after two weeks of the use of ashwagandha and antigraphis. But it also provides great benefits for the immune system. The immune system is that body systems in our body, which resides primarily in the gut. 70 to 80% of the immune system is in our gut. And the immune system is there like a natural vaccine. Why do we get a vaccine? Why do people take a vaccine? Well, you get a slight dosage of the virus. So the body recognizes that virus, prepares to eliminate that virus, and will recognize it in the future. But that's what the immune system is for. The immune system is our own innate vaccine system in our body. So it's like an army. The army is prepared to stop an invasion. When there's a foreign invasion of an enemy that tries to take over another country, that country that's trying to be taken over has an army and will fight back. It has the equipment. It has all the tools for that army to fight a foreign invasion. And we also have to fight back when we have a foreign invasion of bacteria or viruses or fungus infection. So our immune system, if it is working correctly, that's the question, is yours working correctly? If you give your immune system all of the tools it needs 
which means like four vitamins and two minerals that are specifically necessary for a correct functioning immune system. And then you could top that off with some very wonderful natural alternative medicines, botanical medicines, like andrographis, like ashwagandha, that'll fight back. When we are in the presence of someone who has an infection, cold or flu or viral infection, that is really life-threatening, and we're in their presence, we could possibly contract that virus. But if we have a strong immune system, it goes into action and stops and prevents the entering of the cell of that virus. It blocks the uptake of the, of the virus, kills it off, or reduces the side effects of that viral infection. Viral infection may only be some very mild symptoms. Headache, fever, cough, sneezing, and inflammation. But if we have a very weak immune system, which could possibly happen in the elderly, or someone who is compromised by one, two, or several underlying health conditions. They have a very weak immune system. But it could be made stronger by taking the vitamins and minerals that are required for the immune system to be healthy. And many, many people in America are very unhealthy, so they don't have the right nutrients to support the immune system. So the immune system is compromised and does not have the tools and the ability to prevent the infection. So ashwagandha and andrographis also have benefits for the immune system. One of the most important compounds in ashwagandha has been shown to block COVID-19 from binding to cell receptors in the lungs and the heart. And that's where a lot of damage has been done by COVID-19. Lung inflammation and cardiovascular disease both have been greater effect affected by COVID-19 virus. So what should you know about how to shop for a good andrographis ashwagandha combination? Well, both of these adaptogens should be standardized to their most important and powerful compounds. Andrographis contains compounds called andrographolines. They are standardized to 20% of the total andrographis as andrographolides. And ashwagandha contains compounds called withlanolides. And really high standardized quality of ashwagandha is standardized to 35% 
of the total with analytes, the key compound of ashwagandha. Most ashwagandha is standardized to less than 5%. You want to look for one that's at 35%. Seven times stronger, seven times more effective, and you don't need a high dosage. In fact, the dosage of three, of I would say 200 milligrams of andrographis and 150 milligrams of ashwagandha daily. This is a great combination, a great level of dosage. And you could do this at least once or twice daily would be a really good way to receive all the benefits of andrographis and ashwagandha. And by the way, I have written eight or nine books last year, and they're available at Amazon.com, and they're available on my website. And I wrote a very wonderful combination on andrographis and ashwagandha, and just andrographis by itself, plus Several other books, such as On Grapeseed Extract, Curcumin, Diabetes, Propolis, all these books that I wrote last year will help you understand more of how to be healthy with natural medicines as an alternative to how to get healthy. Now, speaking of ashwagandha, in the introduction, I told you that it's hot right now. What do I mean by hot? Well, it's in high demand. There are so many people that have switched over to ashwagandha rather than other adaptogens, and rightly so. There are no ginseng products coming out of India. They don't grow or produce ginseng in India. So ashwagandha has become known as Indian ginseng because it has very similar properties to ginseng, but it is not ginseng. It is ashwagandha. So it's hot right now. So there are many natural products that are hot right now, but ashwagandha is at the top. Ashwagandha sales have quadrupled since 2018. And the American Botanical Council ranks ashwagandha number 12 on the list of best-selling herbs. And why should you try it? Stress relief, sleep support, increased energy levels, reduces fatigue, increases libido, and increases sexual enhancement. Now on the one to 10 best-selling herbs in America, 
Curcumin is number four. Four of the top ten best-selling herbal supplements on Amazon. So all curcumin products are in huge demand. Now, why would you want to try that? Pain relief. Liver function. Healthy liver function. Reduces fatty liver disease. Controls blood sugar levels. And has a huge effect as anti-cancer prevention and possibly reversal. When using curcumin with drugs, it lowers the amount of drugs that are required and reduces the toxicity and the side effects of cancer treatments. And for year-round immune support, immune products aren't just for cold and flu season anymore. We're under attack all the time by different strains of viral infection. While products in America, the sales of some products for immune system particularly, are down versus the peak of the COVID spread, sales of elderberry cannot meet the demand. The supply, of course, you know, we can't go into a laboratory and make a drug. We can't go in and make a pill of elderberry. We have to depend on nature, sunshine, the right proper moisture, rain. These are natural, seasonal products. Last year, the elderberry crop in the world was very, very poor crop. The right conditions were not able to produce a huge market, or I should say a huge um, uh, supply of elderberry. So the supply was short, but the demand is high. Elderberry helps block the uptake of the virus. Stop viral infection. Very, very effectively. Elderberry. So it's in high demand, but not quite the supply that can meet all the demand. And some people are using junk in place of elderberry and making claims for elderberry, not even having elderberry in the product. They're lying through their teeth. And other immune nutrients are still very strong. And when I talked about the four vitamins and the two minerals, well, I got to hold that right there. I'll come back and I'll tell you more about what vitamins and what minerals daily that are required for a functional support of the immune system right after these messages. I'll be back. This is Terry Talks Nutrition. This is Terry Naturally. And then I'll come back with more on how to help you have a better circulatory system right after this. And welcome back, my friends. This is Terry Naturally with Terry Talks Nutrition. And we're here to the top of the hour. We have another 25 or 30 minutes to share with you to bring you more ideas and topics that can provide better care for your health. Now, when I went off into the break uh, for the commercials, we were talking about what vitamins 
and what minerals. I don't have time today to go into why these work and how these work for the immune system, but from research medically, we know that there are certain vitamins and minerals that are required for healthy immune function and reduction of inflammation and infection and just to be healthy. So if you have a weak immune system, these are the vitamins that are required. I don't require them. They're required by nutritional and medical science. They have been proven that are required and necessary to support a healthy, optimal immune system, which is your army that builds against foreign invasion of a virus infection. Now, they are vitamins A, A like apple, C like Charlie, D like David, D3, E like Edward, A, C, D, E, the four vitamins that fight infection, fight against the uptake of the virus, and strengthens the overall function of the immune system. Minerals, zinc, and selenium. So many people today are taking zinc. In fact, there was a great shortage of zinc worldwide just because there was such a demand for it in supplements to provide better support for the immune system. But I would never, ever, ever leave out selenium. And I don't see many nutritionists or people on radio or TV or anywhere mention selenium. It is critical for the health of the immune system. Actually, it makes the virus much, much weaker in its effect in the body's function. Without selenium, in animal studies, it shows that if they have plenty of selenium, they may get mildly sick when they are injected with a virus. And those that have selenium do not die. All the animals that were injected with a virus, when they had plenty of selenium, they got mildly sick maybe, but none of them died. In all the animals that did not have selenium, 90 to 100% of the group injected with the virus without selenium in their diet died. These are very, very critical for a healthy immune system more critical than any botanical medicine because you have to start with the foundation of a healthy immune system. Now, I I told you that we'd come back and talk about how to have a better circulatory system. Your circulatory system is your blood flowing from the heart back out into the body and back to the heart, circulating around carrying nutrients, carrying oxygen to feed the heart, feed the cardiovascular system. Heart disease is still the number one killer. And if you shut down the plumbing that goes into the heart, 
you're not going to have a very well-functioning cardiovascular system. So here are some signs that you should look for that shows that your circulation needs help. Signs of poor circulation. Cold or numb hands and feet. Swollen legs and puffy ankles. Muscle cramping. Pain in the calves or buttocks when walking that goes away when you sit down. It's called intermittent claudication. Poor circulation. When blood flows through the body and is slowed down by blocking the arteries, plaque buildup in the arteries are blocked entirely. You know that you've heard of maybe a friend or maybe yourself having to have a bypass surgery where your arteries are blocked, where there is no blood flow, or it's reduced to 80 percent is reduced. You only have 20 percent that can circulate the blood. This can lead to very major problems of a heart attack or a stroke. So the best thing to do is try to improve your circulation. Open up the arteries. Reduce the plaque in the arteries that are blocking the blood flow. So how do you fix your poor circulation? Well, one of the best fruits, fruit that can help open up your circulation is grape and the seed of the grape, not just grapes, but actually the seed of the grape. So they take the seeds of the grape, which actually was thrown away many years ago. They didn't know what to do with it. Because when you make white wine, you eliminate the seed. So when you make a Chardonnay wine, you don't use the seed. In red wine, they use everything. The skin, the seed, everything. You're getting much more value from the red wine than you actually do from the white wine. The grape seed, the wine paradox in France, they eat a lot of fat, butter, eggs, cream, duck fat, liver, and they have less cardiovascular disease than other nations around the world, and they drink wine. The red wine, especially, because it contains all the benefits of the grape seed. It isn't the grape itself, it's the skin and the seed. So doing circulation with the seed, they found out that it can improve many of the underlying issues leading to poor circulation. It's a mild anticoagulant. Helps prevent clotting. And that's where we have so much damage. When a clot moves, goes to the lungs, to the heart, or the brain, 
causes all kinds of complications. And the grapeseed extract does not cause abnormal bleeding problems. You can take it with your medication. It's not going to have any counterindications. Actually, grapeseed extract restored blood clotting activity to normal levels in animal models of poor circulation. It reduces inflammation and oxidative stress that damages veins and arteries. Prevents vascular leakage like spider veins, varicose veins. Some people think they have a floater in their eye. They see a speck. That actually is blood that seeps out of the capillaries. Some older elderly people sometimes have their complete hands and forearms bruised, black and blue marks. That's because the veins, the capillaries rather, under the skin are breaking and the blood is seeping out. That's the color of the blood that's below the surface of the skin. So any cardiovascular, veins, varicose veins, poor circulation, puffiness of the ankles, edema, water retention, all are related to heart or possible heart damage or higher risk of heart damage and heart disease. And grapeseed extract is so specific for improving the circulation and supporting heart function. In a study of individuals that had blocked arteries, calcium plaque in the arteries that was narrowing the diameter of the inner, inner diameter of the artery. Inside the artery was getting smaller and smaller and smaller. Now that prevents a lot of blood that could flow through there and it increases the blood pressure because now you have to push harder to get that blood through. They took a group of patients that had partially blocked arteries. They put them on grape seed extract and it reduced the plaque in the artery by 35%. Now this takes time because it took a lot of time to build up that plaque in your artery. Now this was a one year study, 12 months. But to reduce the plaque by 35% in 12 months is amazing. I don't know of any drug that could do that as well. But grapeseed extract has a tremendous benefit for cardiovascular function, for the, for the blood flow to the heart, to the brain. Extremely valuable. Now, those patients that were in the study that did not get grapeseed extract, over that one-year period, they added 9% more plaque over that one-year period. Now, those that got the grapeseed extract, they reduced the plaque by 35%. Those in the study that did not get grapeseed extract, they actually increased more plaque by 9%. Now, there are some other nutrients 
when you combine with grapeseed extract, that gives a better beneficial effect to circulation in the heart, like pomegranate. Pomegranate and grapeseed are almost exactly the same in their benefits for the heart and for the, and for the cardiovascular system. And when you put two things together, as I said before, you get a greater synergistic effect. Then adding P5P, which is the biologically active form of vitamin B6, magnesium, and benfotamine, which is the biologically active form of the fat-soluble form of vitamin B1. This combination is extremely valuable for improving cardiovascular system, poor circulation, and heart function. So it's extremely well that you can use these kind of nutrients to improve your cardiovascular system, your health overall, and make it a better situation for cardiovascular disease and your good health. Now, I mentioned selenium before. S-E-L-E-N-I-U-M, selenium. I mentioned it for improving the immune system and preventing the severe damage by the virus and preventing death. It lowers the risk of death in the case of a viral infection. But now here's a really good study that I ran across that shows that it also helps reverse memory loss. Actually, selenium protects against mental decline. It's a trace mineral. You only need very, very little selenium. Less than 400 micrograms daily. That's very, very small. And it's best not to exceed 400 micrograms of MCG micrograms because it could be very toxic. Animals that fed on plants that had had a very high level of selenium, they became toxic to the mineral. So the trace mineral selenium is used in the body to protect cells against damage and infection and also improve and improve, I should say, improve thyroid function metabolism and the production of the hormones of the thyroid. There are three things necessary for proper thyroid function. Iodine, in higher levels of iodine than were required years ago. L-tyrosine, which is an amino acid. And selenium, excuse me, selenium, two minerals and an amino acid, produce the natural production of thyroxine. If you don't have iodine or too little iodine or you don't have selenium, it's possible you can't make thyroxine, which is the, hor- the hormone of the thyroid. So when the doctor finds out your thyroid is low, they're going to put you on a synthetic form, which actually is called T4. T3 is the active form. And they believe by giving you T4, it'll convert to T3. Well, good luck. That doesn't always happen. 
And there are many people that are very poor converters of T4 to T3, where you could actually make your own thyroxin by using the right nutrients. And selenium is one of the factors that really has an effect on thyroid metabolism. And researchers tested the effects of selenium on neurogenesis, which means the creation of new brain cells. This was done in an animal model of memory and learning, teaching the animals. Some just don't get it. Some, some were able to learn very quickly. It's called neurogenesis, the creation of new brain cells. Half the animals drank plain water. Nothing added to the water. The other half drank water mixed with a solution of selenium. Now, the results of this study, the animals receiving the supplemental selenium performed better on visual learning and memory tests, such as navigating a maze. When supplemental selenium was given to mice experiencing cognitive decline due to stroke, their learning capacity and memory returned to normal. Wow. That is an awesome study. So let me just summarize that. When supplemental selenium was given to mice experiencing cognitive decline due to a stroke, their learning capacity and memory returned to normal. That's why it's so critical for everyone today. Whether or not you are taking drugs, if you're on prescription drugs, whatever, you need to be on a good, high-quality, multiple, multiple vitamin and mineral supplement. Not a one-a-day. A one-a-day just does not cut it. You can't put enough in a one-a-day. So how should you take selenium? Well, for thyroid function, about 300 micrograms of MCG of selenium with a high dose of iodine. We once thought iodine was sufficient in microgram dosages. But now after a ton of research called the Iodine Project, they come up with the fact that we need 25 to 30 milligrams of iodine and 400 milligrams of L-tyrosine daily. That's a good combination. 300 micrograms of selenium, 30 milligrams of iodine, and 400 milligrams of L-tyrosine daily. Now, what do you need for your immune system? Well, I still like a high dosage of selenium. But you could take multiple tablets or capsules of a formula that you could find that would give you 60 to 65 micrograms daily plus other immune nutrients, including zinc, vitamins A, C, D, and E. This would be a great combination of the four vitamins and the two minerals that I mentioned earlier that would benefit the immune system. 
So you have this all wrapped together in a very nice package combination that would help your immune system and your thyroid function. Now, could you believe it that food is our medicine? It's been said for centuries, centuries, centuries. Food is our medicine. And now we know that it is our medicine for our mood. What kind of a mood are you in? Are you always blue? Are you always irritable? Are you angry? Are you down? Well, feeling blue? Take a look at your diet. Diet is everything. Diet is the foundation of our health whether it's good or bad, good diet, good and better health, bad diet, what it is, garbage in, garbage out, right? Bad diet, bad health. So avoid the temptation to look for something sweet to eat. When I said, if you change your diet, it's simple. You'll gain better health in no time at all. Three to six months. Maybe on the outset, it might take somebody longer because of their severe damage to their body. But it's not easy because you have to sacrifice the way you've been living. And you have to have some big changes, and that's tough. It's hard. But you will reap so many rewarding benefits that will be well worth it. If you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, make the changes. So when you're feeling down, that's when people reach for something sweet. Because temporarily, you might feel better. But in the long run, it is more harmful to your health and makes you crave more sweets because that sugar spike or that sugar binge can cause a blood sugar crash that negatively affects your mood and energy. If you eat a lot of junk food, a lot of carbohydrates and a lot of sugar, you're eating more than what the body can handle. The insulin level cannot handle the amount of sugar that Americans eat today. So you end up with a lot of blood sugar levels that are sky high, and the doctors call that type 2 diabetes. It's just too much sugar. It's not a disease. Eating too much sugar is not a disease. It's crazy. So when the doctor says, oh my gosh, your blood sugar level is 300. Well, sure it is. Because you're probably eating too much sugar. So stop the sugar craving. Stop the sugar crash by just stop eating sugar and eat more fat. Fat will help you lose the craving for sugar. In a study following 70,000 women for three years, nice study, high population, long length study, the women consuming the most added sugar were 23% more likely to experience depression than those consuming the least. And in a separate study in Spain, found that the frequent consumption of baked goods, 
pastries, bagels, pasta, desserts, and fast food increased the risk of depression by 38%. So if you have anxiety, you have depression, there are natural ways to treat that. But also your diet is number one. Eat more protein, more fat, and far, far less carbohydrates and sugar. Make it a low-carbohydrate, no-sugar diet. When young adults with depression and eating a poor diet were switched to a healthier diet, fresh meat, fruits, and vegetables, depression scores dropped by 25%. So, ideal for mood and depression, the herb, or the spice, I should say, probably, saffron, S-A-F-F-R-O-N. It's used for depression, anxiety, OCD, obsessive compulsory disorder. In a clinical trial, 12-week study in patients with depression, saffron used significantly reduced symptoms especially for patients with atypical depression. It was a 43% reduction in depression. I would suggest about 265 milligrams of saffron, add curcumin blend combination, which was a clinical proven dosage daily for lowering anxiety and depression and getting a better night's sleep. Benefits for mood was found in two weeks or less. That's amazing. Most of the drug antidepressants are far, far less effective than saffron combined with curcumin. So that, my friends, another week, excuse me, another another hour has passed by too fast. Um, So join me again tomorrow, 9 o'clock, Central Standard Time on Sunday. And with that, my friends, say a prayer for this crazy, crazy world and keep the Ukrainians in your prayers. They need us so badly. And with that, my friends, have a fantastic, healthy week. Do something constructive about your health. God bless you. And God bless this great country. Thank you for listening to Terry Talks Nutrition Weekly Show. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple, Google, and iHeartRadio.